Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. Ladies, answer me this. It's a grand thrill, isn't it, to hear the family say, gee, Mom, this beef is sure good. Well, that's what you'll hear when you serve Kroger quality beef. It's delicious, it's tender, it's juicy. Yes, Kroger quality beef is a wonderful treat for those wonderful people who come home to you each night, your family. Just think how their faces will light up when the aroma of superbly cooked beef greets them as they step into the house. And then just wait until they see the dining room table with a juicy Kroger quality beef steak or a crusty brown beef roast awaiting their pleasure. And say, you'll get a lot of pleasure from the buying of Kroger quality beef because it's so economical. That's right, it's a mighty thrifty buy. And don't forget, when you buy nutritious and wholesome Kroger quality beef, you're getting beef that's carefully selected from the very best beef available on the market today. So be sure to visit your Kroger store soon, the only place you can buy it, and get Kroger quality beef. It's waiting for you at your Kroger store. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Penny Gibbs has received a letter from her mother, Grace Billings, that her husband, Jed, is ill, and she's bringing him back to Rossville. It was a brief letter that said very little, and Penny is worried. She says to Freddie Lang, Oh, Freddie, it'd be just like Mother to tell me it wasn't serious when it was. Terribly serious. Oh, now, Gibbs, you're just getting yourself all worked up over nothing. Look, you don't know my mother the way I do, Freddie. I know she's an all right dame who'll give you the dope straight between the eyes no matter how much it hurts. She would break the news to me in easy stages. She's never been convinced that I could take it. Well, what do you have to do to prove it to her? Get it by an express train? <laughs> you always make me feel better. Well, I know something else that'll make you feel better, too, Gibbsy. Oh, what's that? A little walk down to the village square, maybe? No, thanks. I don't feel like it. Oh, come on. The air's going to do you good. And besides, i got to go down there to see about a new account, and I don't like to go walking along the streets alone. Oh. <laughs> well, since you put it that way, I will. Swell. Uh, grab your hat and coat, and let's go. No, I... Well, what about you? You aren't dressed warm enough to go out, are you? Oh, sure. This jacket's okay. It isn't very cold. Freddie Lang, you put on your coat, or I won't go out with you. Oh, Gibbsy, I'm okay this way. It's put just like... Put on your coat. Well, okay, but you dames are all alike. You bundle up a guy so he can hardly move. No wonder us guys freeze sometimes. We got so many clothes on that we can't move fast enough to keep warm. Your coat isn't that heavy. Well, I don't like coats. I have to wear it. Yes, you have to wear it. All right, but I don't like it. <laughs> Boy, well, I'd be glad when spring comes and I get rid of this thing. Dad, look, I feel like a stuffed potato sack. And I look like one, don't I? No, you don't either. You look like a scolded child. I don't know why I let you get away with forcing me around, Gibbsy. Oh, here, let, let me help you with the coat. Oh, thanks, Freddie. Hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. All set? Yeah, uh, just let me see if my hat's on right. <laughs> Your bonnet's always on right. You know, with a face like yours, Gibbsy, you can't make any mistakes. You mean it's so bad, nothing can do it any damage. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, just quit fishing for the compliments. You know that face of yours is terrific. So, uh... Why don't we let's go out and show it off to the neighborhood? All right. Oh, I better tell Nora we're going out, though. Oh, you don't have to, Gibbsy. I already told her. When did you already tell her? Well, this morning, as soon as I got home from work. I knew you'd be needing to go out for a walk, and 
I knew I could talk you into it. Come on. And I thought I decided to go for a walk with you. <laughs> well, I'm getting so I sort of know how to handle my women these days, mm, Gibbsy. You sure are. <laughs> hey, you know, it's real nice out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's going yeah. to be nicer every day from now on, I guess. Mm, I don't know. I think we're going to be hit with some real stinking weather again before spring sets in. Before spring sets in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're beginning to talk just like a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's what I am, Gibbsy farmer who grew up on the sidewalks in New York. <laughs> Come on, let's start walking. All right. How is everything on the farm, Freddie? Oh, it's great. Going to have a swell year, too. Oh, I can't wait to see the place. Have you made a lot of improvements? Well, it's only stuff that doesn't show very much, Gibbsy. Mr. Williams is going to wait until spring to get the outside stuff done. Oh, that's reasonable. Yeah, it sure is. Going to be a great place, too, Gibbsy. You know, we'll be planting pretty soon, and before long, the fields are going to be just a mass of green as far as you can see. Nora told me that you're going to do a lot of repair work in the house. Yeah, we are that. And I'll tell you something else, too, just between you and me. Mm-hmm. Maybe by fall, we'll be building another house on the same grounds. Oh? Just a little place, Gibbsy. You know, sort of a pocket-sized two-guy job. Uh-huh. Of course, Nora doesn't know anything about that yet. Well, it depends on how the farm makes out this year, but... Things work out the way I figure they will. Well, maybe I won't be hanging around so much. I'll miss not seeing you, Freddie. Oh, you'll see me all right, Gibbsy, plenty. Only it's just that, well, I guess I won't be boarding at your place anymore. Hey, Gibbsy. Mm-hmm. That dame across the street is staring at you. Yeah. Oh, there. <gasps> That's Mrs. Cartrell. I haven't seen her in weeks. Oh. Hello, Mrs. Cartrell. Hello, Penny. <laughs> she live in this neighborhood? Yeah, the third house down that street right there. Funny. Never saw her before. Oh, she doesn't get out much, Freddie. She has an invalid son. Oh, oh, hiya, Miss Carter. Well, you know a few people yourself, don't you? Well, it's just the dames. <laughs> you know, I sort of get to know the dames wherever I go. Uh-huh. Her mom's a customer of ours. Oh, she's just a business acquaintance, is that it? Strictly. And she's too old for me anyway. I'll bet she's 26. Horace, she's ancient. Well, I like them young myself. You know, like Nora. Mm-hmm. You can train them to suit yourself. I wonder who's training who. <laughs> well, I got more room for improvement than Nora has, oh, I'll tell you. Oh, Freddie, you're cute. <laughs> now, listen, cute is the one thing I know I'm not. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You just like to burn me up, that's all. Forgive me? Hmm? Skip it. It's skip. Good. Hey, Gibbsy. Hmm? Cut it out. No thoughts like that. How do you know what I'm thinking, Freddie? It's written all over your face. Now, look. Don't you worry about Mr. Billings because he's okay. Or your mother would have said he wasn't. I can't help but worry about him, Freddie. Now, look, Gibbsy, what good is worrying? It doesn't make things any different. Now, if Mr. B is dying, worrying about him isn't going to make him get well. And if he's not very sick, worrying about him is a waste of time. Now, isn't that right? Yes, Freddie, that's right. Sure it is. It's what you used to tell me all the time and made sense to me. So your own way of thinking ought to make sense to you, too. Now, don't you worry about it, Gibbsy. Why, everything's going to be really okay. Oh, I hope so. Freddie, I-, I thought I read something between the lines of Mother's letter, and I didn't like what I read. Oh, there was nothing between those lines of that letter but just blank white paper. You know, the trouble with you is that you've got too good an imagination. The trouble with me is that I know my mother too well, Freddie. Freddie... there was something implied in that letter, something she was trying to tell me without coming right out and saying it. Gibbsy, you're beautiful, but you're still nuts. Hey, look, we're coming to the square. You want to go into the drugstore and have a cup of coffee? No, thanks. No, I think I'd better get back home. What do you mean? 
Hey, look, aren't you going to wait and go back with me when I get my business attendant to? If you don't mind, I think I'll go back right now, Freddie. I have a feeling I may hear from Mother again. Oh, but we'll be back home in an hour, maybe even less Freddie, than Freddie, I, I couldn't be away that long. Well, look, it's going to do you good, Gibbsy. And if you sit around the house, you're going to do nothing but worry. I won't sit around, Freddie. There's washing to do, and I'll help Nora with it. Oh, Freddie, forgive me for deserting you, but I have a feeling I'd better go home and stay there. There might be somewhere. I'll get it, Nora. Good morning, Miss Gibbs. Well, hello. Is the ignoble Barry Carlton allowed in the Gibbs domain? Oh, yes, of course. Come in. Thank you. You uh, had a look of anticipation on your face when you opened the door, Miss Gibbs. Were you expecting someone important? Oh, no, no. I, I thought it might be the mailman. I'm waiting for an important letter. Oh, from an important fellow? No. No, from my mother. Oh, I see. Say, I'm, I'm not intruding or interrupting anything, am I? No, no, you're not. Mr. Mr. Carton, really, honestly, you're not. Barry, now, if you don't mind. All right, Barry. And your penny to me, if you don't mind. Oh, it's much less a mouthful than Miss Gibbs. And I find it a lot easier to thank you as Penny than as Miss Gibbs. Well, thank me for what? You know very well for what. Mother had a long talk with me yesterday and told me all you went through for me. Now, look, I was only doing a job, Mr. Carr. Uh, Barry. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, sit down, won't you? All right. How about some coffee? No, thanks. I just had breakfast. So late in the morning? Oh, was it late? I thought I did rather well. I was up at 11. Oh, good heavens, you're wasting half your day. Days are a waste to begin with, Penny. I never spark till the sun starts to go down. Well, everyone to his own taste. Yes, the nights would be crowded if everyone felt as I do. But to get to the matter I came here for, I do want to thank you, Penny. When you come right down to it, you've saved my life. Saved my mother's life, too. Oh, if I hadn't done it, someone else would. And remember, I was paid for what I did. But not half enough, I'm sure. Mother and her millions are hard to separate. No, your mother paid me generously. She still is paying me a good salary. Now, now, don't try to thank me. I was happy to be able to do what I did. I'm happy that things turned out like they did. You think I'm not? There's no telling where I'd be if you hadn't done such a good job. You, you mean that you're glad to be back in Rossville? The desert would be a welcome place after what I went through, Penny. <laughs> and Rossville is a desert of a sort. There's not much to do here. Oh, well, I've always managed to keep busy. Um, Barry? Mm hmm? What are you going to do now that you're home? Or shouldn't I ask? Oh, no, you can ask, but I don't know the answer. I don't think I'll do anything. But, um, that will make Rossville a dull place for you. Yes, it is dull, and it's much too set in its ways to be changed now. How about going to work? To work? <laughs> oh, Penny. No, you'd be surprised what a lot of fun it is to work. Work is for people who have to work, Penny, and you call it fun just to kid yourself into liking it. Oh, no. As long as I don't have to work, I'm steering clear of it. I think you're making a mistake. With Mother's money, how can I go wrong? I can spend her money from now till I'm 150 and still have a lot left in the kitty. No, oh, I don't think... that's the phone. Excuse me. Sure. I still say you'd be awfully surprised if you did go to work. It'd make a now, big difference. I thank you for saving my life, Penny, but I'll thank you again if you'll not try to... All right, suit yourself. Hello? Hello, Penny. Mother, where are you? Are you in Rossville? Oh, no, dear. I'm calling from a little town not far from Mapleton. Um, Jet couldn't travel anymore, so we had to stop. Mother, what's wrong? Jet's ill, darling. That's all I can tell you. What do you mean, that's all you can tell me? What, oh. Why can't you tell me what's wrong with him? 
because we don't know, dear. Um, it happened very suddenly, and the doctors don't know what the trouble well, is. Well, look, Mother, I... But it's nothing to worry about, Penny. Uh, Jed's cheerful and comfortable. Yes, but, Mother, it is serious. If, if Jed quit his job, it must be serious. Well, we don't know how serious it is, darling. Uh, that's why I haven't given you any details. When I see you, I'll tell you the little I know. Well, all right, but when will I see you? Well, um, we're staying here the rest of the day and tomorrow, so we won't be in Rossville until Friday, mm-hmm. probably in the afternoon. Well, all right, then, Friday afternoon. Somehow that seems an awfully long way away. Uh, Mother? Mm-hmm? Y- you and Jed will stay here, won't you? Well, for a few days anyway, if you don't mind, dear. Oh, how can you say a thing like that? You know me well enough. You you know that I wouldn't have you stay anywhere else. Uh, Mother? Hmm? You're sure Jed's all right? Well, no, darling, he isn't all right, but it's nothing to worry about, I'm sure. Look, darling, don't try to fool me. I know that something terrible has happened to Jed. I know that, Mother. What is Jed Billings' mysterious illness? And why is Grace so hesitant about telling Penny the details? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. During these winter days, you've probably discovered this. Your family always has a keen, hearty appetite. But it's no problem satisfying everyone when you serve Kroger quality beef. It's everybody's favorite main dish. And Kroger quality beef is the beef you can count on being the very best right now. What a welcome home for your family when they find it's Kroger quality beef for dinner. What a pleasant surprise to find beef stew or a delicious, magnificently juicy steak or a mouth-watering roast of beef. Whatever their favorite may be, your family is going to be mighty happy to find the tasty, nourishing beef dish on their own dinner table. So get deliciously tender and juicy Kroger quality beef, the very best beef available right now. Buy Kroger quality beef with confidence and buy it without delay. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store for the finest beef values in town. Remember, the only place in town that you can buy Kroger quality beef is at your neighborhood Kroger store. Remember, too, this exclusive Kroger feature, Kroger quality beef, is the very best that's currently available. So to get the best, go to your neighborhood Kroger store and get Kroger quality beef. Listen in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another absorbing transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>